You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com. You can find us every Thursday because we uh, review NXT from WWE, the network, soon to be on USA Network. That's where you find us, but usually we talk about that, but that's not why we're here. No, we, we've we been doing these movie reviews. We had a little hiatus. Yes. Because uh, it's summer. And yeah, I like to go outside. And we be stuck in a basement watching... Star Wars movies yeah. in the summer. What a terrible thing to do. Yeah, so we were busy. We had SummerSlam was in the city. Yes. We had our event we were organizing. We've been working. Okay. My mum was over. Uh, so we took August off from these movie reviews. Yes, you see, uh, there's the new Star Wars movie coming out at the end of the year, mm. but right before Christmas time. What's it called? The the Revenge? The, the Last of the... Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise, Rise of, of the Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, kind of a silly Rise movie. of the Clone. And style. we said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we watched all the Star Wars leading up to it? So we've started. We've literally just done episode one, which yeah. you can find at postwrestling.com or wherever you find your podcast. Subscribe to us, all that stuff. Go find it back in there. You'll find the episode one with Jar Jar Binks. And... and I said, who? We did that one. Great. Uh, don't need to do any of the other ones. Or can we just skip this one? But, but no. I, uh, I stuck to it, and I, and I watched it. Again. Maybe for like the second time in its entirety. I, I have a confession to make. You love this movie. I kind of like this one. Oh. No, I don't think it's as bad as... The movie we are here to talk to about today is Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Yes. Um, now, I saw this film when it first came out. I went with my dad. Yes. Um, I don't think he had a clue what was going on, but oh, okay. he took me. Um, and I think I saw it maybe... Uh, it might have just been once in the cinema. This one And then was. I remember watching it in maths. It was like the last day of school, so like none of the teachers wanted to do Did you say maths, like with the S at the end? Yeah, mathematics. Oh, It's okay. not mathematic, is it? Like math. 
maths. Um, so is that a war? Yeah, but wars isn't short for anything, <laughs> is it? The word math. Are you saying math is short for for mathematics? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> Were you paying attention or just watching Star Wars in math? We were just watching Star Wars. We watched this in maths. <laughs> you were uh, clearly watching other movies It was the last English. day of term, so this film was put on. Uh, obviously, it was only like a 50-minute lesson, so we didn't get through the entire two hours and 22 <laughs> minutes of this film. Um, but yeah, and then I think I maybe watched it once again when I did like a, a marathon and I worked my way through it. you did it. the whole but thing. I'm not too familiar with the film. Um, like it's been a long, long, long time, at least 10 years since I've seen this film. Right, right. Um, but I remember enjoying it when it was in the cinema. I think as a kid, going to see Star Wars, they could do anything. Yeah, You'd yeah, enjoy of course. It. Even, even today, you could, st- even, I didn't enjoy The Last Jedi, but like, I still enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, I, still, yeah. yeah. So I, I saw this in theaters, but I remember we got there too late. Cause back in the day, 2002, you couldn't pre-order tickets on your phone. You had to go there, and we were running late, and it was a group of us. I mean, you could, you could literally call up on your phone and true, pre-order a true, ticket. True, true, true. Uh, I remember we did it. It was like a last-minute thing. We went for dinner, and then we were like, okay, let's go see Star Wars. It's out tonight. And we got there so late that we had to individually sit in single seats wherever. Oh. And I got one like really close up, I remember. Maybe that added to my enjoyment of this movie. But even in 2012, if I'm born in 1991, I was like, what, 11 years old? Yeah, I think I feel like I was 14 when this I remember out. even being like... Wow, this is crazy. It's so cool. And, like, the fight scenes are amazing. The the Star Wars... Well, fight scenes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And I just remember being like, this one's kind of just boring. I think the problem is, I think... And this reflects from... I'll go at the end of the show through, yeah. like, the critical response and sure. the box office and stuff. Uh, the second film, especially when they're prequels, is difficult. The first one, it had been so long since there'd been a Star Wars film. Right. The hype was up there. Sure. So... Phantom Menace was going to do fantastically. Uh, Same with, um, what was the, was it The Last Jedi? No, that was the last one. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Same with that. It's been been so long that people are keen to go, you know it's a trilogy. Also, with prequels, we know where it's going. We know Anakin's going to turn. Yeah. We know he's going to, sorry, spoilers. Yeah, we Uh, know the heel turn We know episode three is the one we really want to see because that's where Anakin Skywalker's gonna become Darth Vader right. this is the middle bit with maybe the least interesting of course. things um, but nothing, it gave them happens. an opportunity to maybe explore a bit more character um, I'll tell you I'm opening a beer right now yeah. uh, I definitely had to drink one earlier for this movie what have you got there oh uh, I'm drinking a collective arts ransack the universe it's got some Star Wars looking can yep. it's got some spaceman on it or something uh, yeah uh, I, I would say that this is the popular opinion that it is the least favorite Star Wars movie mm. out there right now as we record this in 2019 so uh, or I don't know do people hate The Last Jedi well, what's interesting is I've heard Amazing things about the Clone Wars, the uh, the that animated show. series. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard a bad word against it. My little it. brothers used to watch it. They had all the toys from these movies and that show as well. So, and really, this is the film that sets that up. Mm-hmm. Without this film, that wouldn't necessarily be a thing, right? Which is crazy, considering this is the least popular uh, film of sure, the Star Wars right. films. Um, it was all a ploy to set up a TV show. Yeah. And toys. Maybe. I mean, half the stuff in these movies are set up to make toys and, and all that stuff. But uh, I remember the hype was still real for this one. Because the last one, you have Anakin as a little kid. 
and this one it jumps a bunch of years and all of a sudden he's old. I like with this one as well towards the end where you see all the other Jedi because in um, in Phantom Menace it's really just focusing on Obi-Wan right. and Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, you see the council and that sort of thing but this you you actually start to see oh there were there were a load of Jedi mm-hmm. back in the day. Back and in that's, the day. And that's something new. Yeah. Um, so I do like I always like in in the Star Wars films and what I've liked with the new ones where they're introducing kind of new planets, new cities, things that you haven't seen and you realise, oh, Star Wars isn't just Tatooine and the Death Star and this. It's like a whole... whole universe. Huge universe. And I like when they explore um, all of that. Right. And as we were recording this, like like the the theme park is out now. Like people can go to the theme is, park, yeah. the Galaxy's Edge or whatever, which looks crazy. I'm gonna wait a couple of years. I gotta wait, I gotta wait for it to die out. down. My friend's uh, going there next week. Oh yeah, his wife works for Disney Tourism, so he's okay. he's not even a huge Star Wars fan. And he's going. I feel it's, like this is not Florida. Fair. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, there's there's a little wrestling event going on in Florida next April. Let's go. Maybe that's the time. Maybe that's when we go to Galaxy's mm. Edge. In fact, so I guess we should go into mm. this film. I mean, it's a, it's twenty two. It's two hours and twenty minutes of Star Wars. That was I don't know. I didn't. I, I remember it being way longer actually. So I'm, I kind of happy. But, as you said, you saw this when you were eleven. Yeah, so it was probably, like, so long to me. I was sitting in that theater, like, boy, do I got to pee. And that was the only time you've seen this film? No, I'm sure I've watched him through. I, I know when they did, like, the Blu-ray set, mm. they did all of them, leading, minus the new ones, and my buddy had bought it, because he's like, oh, I've never seen any of them. I'm like, what? You're, like, 30, or almost 30. You should definitely have seen these movies. So we just did a marathon one time. Actually, I told a lie about when I last saw this film. Okay. You so watched it last not, night. No, not The Christmas Just Gone, the one before. Um, I went to, I had an orphan's Christmas right. at Irish Sarah's place. Oh, yes. Um, and then afterwards I popped by to our favorite bar, the host of, uh, the takeover tailgate. Right. I popped wide open. They were open on Christmas day. Nice. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to wish Mel, who's Jewish, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, <laughs> keep her some company. And she had the Star Wars marathon just on okay. the TV. So oh, I, so you ended up I caught like the end of Phantom Menace okay. and a bunch of Attack of the Clones. Wow. So, it's so I kind of half saw it. Wow. So it's your favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. We get it. Well, we get it. let's get into <laughs> the film itself. Now, Brayden, we got in a lot of shit last time. Why? Um, especially from, I'm pretty sure it was Jake from The Windy City. Okay. was like, how can you review a Star Wars film and not say the 20th Century Fox fanfare at the beginning of the film and i say because it's not important but apparently it's a thing that gets people hyped like you're going to see a star wars film and it's the flashlights go in and all that so just for jake the film starts with the 20th century fox logo okay uh music hits we have the crawl there is unrest in the galactic senate several thousand solar systems have declared intention to leave the republic The separatist movement under the leadership of Count Dooku made it difficult for the limited number of Jedi Knights to maintain peace and order in the galaxy. Senator Amidala is returning to the Senate to vote on the issue of creating an army of the Republic to assist the Jedi. I'm already, did, I'm already boring with they boring did not with politics. Learn their lesson. Politics. We have Senate, Senator, Separatist, Republic. Oh. 
Yeah. Boy. Yeah. It was already. So a I am pumped. I'm super I'm psyched. reading this and I am super so pumped. So psyched to see that. More politics in space. So we see the the senator arrive in Curasant and right away her ship gets blown up, she's dead, but they're playing on the same thing from the Phantom Menace. Yes. It's just a decoy. It's a fake. Bitch it's a fake. Uh, I don't thought. think it was Kira Knightley. No, definitely. They didn't want to pay for her. Was it Kira Knightley's character? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Kira Knightley dies. <laughs> um, everyone's sad. Yeah. She's, she's too busy being her on a career, pirate ship. Her career made quite a change between, I feel, 1999 and 2002. Yeah, she, she went on a pirate ship. She's getting ready for that Love Actually movie. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it Bend It Like Beckham she's in as well oh true yeah, yeah she's she, made some yeah early 2000s you like it better though Natalie Portman or Keira Knightley I choose Natalie Portman for selfish reasons have you seen Black Swan Black Swan's incredible yeah um, and I'm so pleased she's back in uh, Thor yeah Thor up. Marvel yeah. Universe Sony can't get her, their hands on <laughs> Natalie Portman I tell ya um so we see Palpatine discussing politics with Mace Windu so and Yoda Amidala enters and questions who is behind this attack. And we just see Rose Byrne just chilling out with Amidala. Uh, do you know who Rose Byrne is? The guy with the eye patch? No. No, Rose Byrne, it's a, it's a very attractive female Australian actress. Oh. Um, she's in, uh, was it Bad Neighbours? Oh. Uh, she's in a bunch oh I thought it was yeah, her yeah, yeah uh, Australian her. actress yeah, she's great although she has a British accent in she's gonna get into the Greek yeah she's yeah. she's done a bunch so yeah, it's Jackie Q it's I always find it fun seeing like quite big name actors or actresses in their two line parts yeah before uh, I believe big. she was in um, Troy with Whoa, um, with that. Brad Pitt never saw it yeah oh it's it's okay um, Nathan Jones is in that film. Oh yeah, nice. Is it Nathan Jones, <laughs> the big, yeah, yeah, the big Aussie yeah. wrestler <laughs> who kind of put WWE off from going to Australia for about fifteen years? Um, yeah. So Roseburn is with Amidala, <laughs> just looking on, doing nothing. Windu says that Dooku was a Jedi, and it's not in him to kind of be evil, be evil, and do this attack. Dooku. Uh, we see Jar Jar Binks briefly. Yeah, we have our first Jar Jar sighting seven minutes in, just letting everyone know. Seven minutes in, you see Jar Jar. Um, Politics and Jar Jar, first seven minutes of this movie. Palpatine suggests that Obi-Wan Kenobi acts as Amidala's security, um, and he goes, the thought of losing you is so unbearable. Um, we all know he's evil. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Anakin and Obi-Wan are, are going to be security guards. They're going to be bouncers. Yes. So, kind of similar kind of job they had in <clears throat> Phantom Menace. Jedi's doesn't, doesn't sound like a fun job. No, just security guards. Yeah. Um, we then see Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin, and they're kind of just joking around. Uh, Anakin seems nervous. He's obviously He's shook. a lot older from when we yeah. last saw him. Um, and Obi's going, I haven't seen you this Nervous since we fell into that nest of Gundarks. And he's like, yeah, you fell into that nest. Uh, I, I, saved, I you. saved your ass. Damn. Um, oh, but Annie. we realize he's a bit nervous because he hasn't seen Padme Ooh, in 10 years. butterflies. And he's, yeah, he's sweating a bit. He's getting a bit flustered. You know the feeling. Uh, Jar Jar then is annoying and greets Kenobi. Um, and we see Anakin and Padme kind of awkwardly flirt. Anakin is so creepy 
in this film. I would I would agree with that highly. Yeah. yeah, I think he's kind of a creep. He he made me realize what how I should not act towards yeah, women. Yeah, this what <laughs> watching this film, I was like, oh, this reminds me of Braden talking about Io Shirai on our show every single week. It's weird. I get really sweaty. I don't know what's going on. Um, Obi tells them they're there to protect her, and. Um, Anakin's like, nah, we're going to find out who's trying to kill you. Yeah, and Obi-Wan's like, like no, 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 that's not a job. Yeah. We're here to protect. And he's like, yeah, but we protect her by finding out who's trying to kill her and take them out. That's how you get the girl. Um, and yeah, there's, this is the first time we see the tension between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Um, Anakin is consistently just defying Obi-Wan. Bashing heads. Um, feels he knows better. They're bashing heads. Um, I kind of like their relationship in this film. I think one of the things I like about, as I said, the new Star Wars films is seeing new uh, new interactions. And with the original trilogy, we didn't really see that um, Master and Padawan mm-hmm. right, dynamic. Obi-Wan, yeah, right. Obviously, we saw that in Phantom Menace, and it's nice to now see uh, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan taking the, the Qui-Gon Jinn role with... Wait, Anakin. Ian McGregor's playing Obi-Wan? I thought he was playing Jesus, because that's who he is to me. <laughs> he is to me. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is the best part of these. Did you these hear movies. that um, he's signed on yes. for Disney Plus? Yes, I can't wait. I think that's the most exciting one that there is, because him as Obi-Wan is the only thing that keeps this these two movies for me together. And you, you know he's been itching to do it. Again. Sure, like sure. He, every film that comes out, he's He's, he's also fantastic it. in Big Fish. And he's fantastic in train spotting, obviously. Mm. But yeah, I think he's the he he's definitely and Moulin keeps... Rouge. Never seen it. Actually. Oh, yeah. that's a we're not we're, we're not reviewing. Why aren't we reviewing Moulin Rouge? <laughs> uh, I think he's definitely the the glue to these these movies for me, especially this one. Like I'm like Hayden Christensen isn't strong enough actor for me. I, I mean, I guess the critics thought so too. But for me, I'm like, man, Obi Wan is his acting is definitely far superior. Than so Moby. I wanted to get to that because I. I've always thought, like, you're conditioned, as I said, to... I saw these films as a kid, enjoyed them, and then you're conditioned just by society to be like, oh, these were shit films, and you kind of think back, and you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe I I was wrong. Um, I don't think Hayden Christensen is too bad in this. I think his dialogue is fucking awful. It's what we said when we reviewed episode one. It's not even that bad, that the actors fault that that much. It's actually the the lines. And you see, I mean, Natalie Portman is an award-winning actress. It shows she's good too, yeah. And she is clunky in this. And it's... It's what what they're written to say, but she's better. The people writing these scripts aren't writing for human beings. Like, it's not how people talk. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I I don't want to judge uh, Hayden Christensen too sure. badly because I think he s- shows glimmers throughout the film where I I go I can see why you were cast right um, just yeah I think the dialogue's awful so Anakin is sad that Padme seems to has uh, forgotten him and she's like oh yeah I remember you she's yeah, like cool. oh you've changed so much she's well, like oh she doesn't remember who I am and I'm like Anakin look it's called puberty you've <laughs> you've changed a bunch in ten years uh, she doesn't remember I bumped into her once she doesn't even remember me gosh wow um, so we discover that Anakin is using Padme as bait uh, and it's mainly uh, Padme Amidala's idea so they've got her locked in a room go they see- figure she's going to be attacked again yeah and he's like it's all good <laughs> Uh, I I can feel things. I'll I'll tingle. sense when uh, when she's in danger. Um, 
And this is the first time we realise that he's been having bad dreams and dreaming about his mother, Shmi, who he believes Shmi? is in danger. Shmi, isn't that Captain Hook's psychic? Yeah, Shmi. It is. Shmi? Okay. <laughs> uh, and again, another awkward line here. He says he would rather be dreaming about Padme than his mum. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. We've all been there, I mate. Think most no. people would rather dream about Natalie Portman than their mum, Annie. But, um, I dream about Natalie Portman sometimes. And Obi goes, be mindful of your thoughts, Anakin. And warns about trusting politicians, which... <laughs> this is the real... Like I said, Obi-Wan is dropping knowledge. He, he, in one swift motion, he tells us that, look, dreams don't really matter. Don't, don't worry about the dreams. Don't, let it, don't focus on Girls them. Girls are dangerous. <laughs> Girls are bad, and they'll get you in trouble. And also, politicians, they're all evil. Yeah. Obi-Wan spitting knowledge. You should listen to him. If you have problems <laughs> with dreaming, you should listen to Obi-Wan. And, you know, vote. Um, we then see this uh, like drone come to the window of Padme and drops in two of these centipedes that we seem to keep coming having in the BDE. <laughs> They're like these long, hairy, yeah. wiggly things. Little style. It's gross. Um, and they go into Padme's room. They both sense that these centipedes are going to attack her, uh, bust down the door. First time we see the lightsaber in this film. Way sooner than Phantom Menace, thank Lord. I remember the, the one in Phantom Menace pretty soon, but... No, I oh. we talked about oh, it. Okay. It was about 40 minutes into the film. Until we see, like, an actual fight. Act yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is about 15-minute mark. We see a lightsaber. He cuts up those centipedes. That's and what then, we do when we see them in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Obi-Wan just dives through the window to, like, grab onto this, this drone. Risky. Um, and we then get the space chase highway yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember this scene. I remember this vividly. This is one of the things it's like, oh, this is new. We haven't really seen this in yeah. Star Wars. This is a city. Well, it's funny that George Lucas, uh, who's boys with Steven Spielberg, has mm. uh, a movie with flying cars, like yeah. Back to the Future. Uh, I actually had the Lego had the Lego set of this specific. It comes with like the two flying cars, right. Obi Wan and, and Anakin in one car, and the other space bounty hunter in the other, and Django Fett or whatever. I remember it was like my favorite. Thing okay, when I was like twelve or whatever. But um, do you still have it? It's probably no, I had I had so many of the Star Wars Lego set that I eventually gave it to my cousin who was younger than me and he's like way super obsessed with Star Wars and he bought like the he ended up getting like Death Star made out of Lego and stuff nice. and then he actually like just grew up a little bit and was like screw this and sold it all including the sets I gave him and he made money off of it I'm like damn uh, it ah but I remember that one because it had the Jesus looking Obi-Wan as a little Lego dude and I was like yes blue lightsabers uh, I'm this this scene I, I actually Yeah really I think this is pretty cool this feels like what um Manhattan would be in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's like cool. City. It's something different. Yeah. Um, it's we, bumping. There's bars, there's nightclubs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anakin jumps into a little space cruiser thing, uh, is also chasing the assailant, um, picks up Obi-Wan. We get banter between the two. I I feel they're doing a fairly good job at building their relationship, um, which obviously we know is going to go to shit. In the the only film. thing I have an issue with in their relationship is that Anakin keeps calling Obi-Wan master. It's giving me like, I dream a genie vibes, like master. Yes, master. Yes, master. I just feel like, is that part of the Jedi ritual? I think it's just part of the Do Jedi. Do you have to say that? It's just creepy. I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Obi's very nervous about Anakin's flying and he's talking about a shortcut. He's like, no, no, no. She... She knows we're following him. There's all this traffic. I know another way. Obi-Wan's like, oh, you don't know what you're doing, Anakin. Yeah. Um, and Anakin just jumps out into, into traffic, <laughs> just jumps out of Free the falling. ship, 
um, makes him seem kind of cool and makes the chase. Uh, the assailant runs into a club. Um, we see on the TV a kind of American football game between aliens and robots. Right, yeah. Would like to see more of that. <laughs> That's like the interdimensional cable. <laughs> yeah. From Rick and Morty. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Obi gives Anakin back his lightsaber because Anakin lost it. He's like, oh, you, you keep losing this. Like, keep hold of it. And then he has the best line in the movie, maybe. And he goes, is this it? Why do I feel that someday you will be the death of me? Uh, is that the line you're talking about? I remember people laughing in, the, in the theater. People laughing. <laughs> How funny. Because it's true. Um... We have a kind of, these are not the droids you're looking for moment. Yes. Um, uh, okay, you want to buy some death sticks? He's like, you don't want to buy some death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I'm um, going to go home and rethink my life. I don't know what death sticks are, but mate, I'm trying to find out. <laughs> I'm trying to find out what death sticks are. It might lead to death, though. They catch the woman who we, uh, we are told is a changer. So Ooh, like a, a shapeshifter. Shape um, they try to interrogate her, but just before she reveals the information, a dart Damn. catches her in the neck and she dies. And we see a figure who looks rather like everybody's favorite bounty hunter. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Fly away. Uh, we then see a council, more politicky things, <laughs> and telling them to, look, track down this bounty hunter, find out who he's working for. Anakin, you protect Padme, all right? We feel like you don't have any emotional attachment. You, to this you should be watching. You her. should be the one who should watch this senator. Um, we have. Uh, we, I know that Obi Wan. Like, so they're tell, they're explaining. Like, look, we need to find out how do we get to this this thing. So Obi Wan then tracks the dart that was found in the in the in the lady's thing and then he's got to go to this thing but he doesn't know where to go so this movie has like a good 10 plus chunk here of them a discussing politics and b literally obi-wan going to a fucking library to look up <laughs> coordinates that's how exciting this fucking star wars movie is there's politics in one scene and then it cuts to him at a library looking up a planet that may or may not exist. Just saying. Exciting. Exciting stuff. <laughs> Obi continues to express concern about Anakin, which is interesting. Because in the first film, he's like, nah, this kid's fucking awesome. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, he gets angry. It's like, yeah, he's a kid. Kids get angry. He's fine. He's fine. Now it's the other way around. Ra he's, oh, he's arrogant. He, he's a kid. Um, a I don't know if he should be out on his own this early into his Jedi training. Mm. And Mace Windu, Samuel Jackson... Um, goes, well, look, if the prophecy is true, he Plus. is the one to bring balance to the force. He is the one to dethrone the Velveteen Dream and become North American champion <laughs> and bring the, the gold back to the undisputed era. The he is the one. Um, Amidala, with the best scene in the entire series, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is going on, and she basically tells him to fuck off. <laughs> and I don't think we... I think we maybe see him... Briefly yeah, in the and, third and, and film. One line later but in the movie, too. This is it for Jar Jar Binks. She says, Get out of here. You ruined the first movie. You're not ruining this one. Yep. It, it was ruined. Anyway. She pretty much says that. Read between the lines. Uh, Amadala is bitching about having to go into hiding. Um, and she's like, Oh, Anakin, you've grown up. And he's like, Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I got a braid in my hair. What up? And Anakin's also bitching about Obi Wan. Um, he's thankful to be his apprentice, but he feels that he is almost ahead of Obi-Wan and 
he's ready for the trials, but Obi doesn't trust him. Uh, he's showing his like petulant teenager stage. It's like, oh, puberty. I don't need a curfew. I Parents can... just don't understand. Ugh. And Padme warns him, Anakin, don't grow up too fast. And he then creepily stares at her and she's like, yo, Anakin, <laughs> you need to calm down. Can you not look at me like that? It makes me feel uncomfortable. Content. And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Obi-Wan goes to a diner and meets with Dexter and is like, yo, Dexter, you running a diner seem like the kind of guy who would know what this fucking dart is. Can you tell me about it? This al- there's always room to add just random aliens. This alien looks like the Lilo and Stitch alien. Not Lilo, not Stitch, but like the other one. It's got multiple arms. It tells them where to go, but the planet doesn't exist. This whole part didn't need to be in the movie. I kind of like Dexter, though. <laughs> they got some Aussie dude to do the voice. It was cool. Yeah. Um, and he tells them about cloners. It's this. It's from this planet the where there are all these cloners. And he, Obi asks, are these cloners friendly? And he goes... It depends the size of your pocket. Like they'll they'll work for whoever pays them the most money. Um, we have Anakin chatting to Padme again about love and being creepy and weird. <laughs> um, he says, oh, "Guys, do not ever use this line, please." You are exactly how I remember you in my dreams. Whoa! Oh. I've said that once or twice. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, worked out. Of all the lines, it's amazing the one that actually gets in the kiss. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see Yoda training the younglings, the very young Padawans. Um, I thought this was quite cool. It's quite cool to see the little kids training to be the Jedi. So you hated this? Uh, well, no, because like I've seen the third movie. And oh. I know what happens. So this just brings... Uh, Which makes this scene important. Oh, it goodness. gives it more impact in the third one. Younglings. Spoilers. Younglings. Um... Obi-Wan approaches Yoda about the missing planet. He's like, yo, it should be here, but it's not there. And Yoda goes, kids, right, what do you think's happening? And they go, look, you're numb. Someone's clearly <laughs> erased, erased it. it. It's not that it's like, hard. It's like Pluto. Obi-Wan, we didn't need this scene. <laughs> it's like Pluto. Yeah. They, get, they just got rid of it. Well, Pluto's it. like, it's a planet one day, it's not the next. It's a well, dog. It's well, whatever. like Pluto, we should have got rid of the scene. You <laughs> should have just got rid of him researching in the fucking library. Oh, my God. So those files have been erased. This is now maybe uh, the introduction of my favourite piece of John Williams Star Wars music. Mm. Don't sing too much of it. We don't want copyright. Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, I think it's the best piece of music in the film. I think think it is too. It's really good. Yeah, I love it. It's Um, lovely. And I started to question, why do Jedi have such basic suitcases? They can fly in all these ships, when and they've got on. these big, heavy suitcases that look like they've just been to winners. Um, <laughs> TJ Maxx, for yeah. those. Uh, Did you notice this? They I just, didn't notice They don't look very spacey. No. Everything's all spacey, Except and they're just generous. carrying basic they're suitcases. Simple people. They're they simple. should be able to hover. He makes yeah. a pair hover later yeah, in the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, um, More political talk. They're saying we must trust the Republic. Uh, Anakin is called a Jedi, uh, oh yeah, so this guy approaches them, they're talking about what's going on, why Padme's back, and he's like, Anakin, Master Jedi, what are your thoughts on all these politics? And Padme shuts him down and is like, he's not a Jedi yet, he's just a Padawan. He's a Padawan. And right in the heart. Oh, right in the heart. Yeah, a real, yeah. It's, what a strike to the heart. It's a that's real gonna come back and, slap in the face. That's going to come back yeah. and kill her. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Annie gets all kind of pissed off here. Of course. Obi-Wan finally finds this fucking planet. <laughs> um, he's greeted by this, like, sexy long-neck alien. <laughs> a sexy alien? A sexy alien with so a long neck. So you would, if it was an alien. Uh, I'm a married man. <laughs> um, but she looks very familiar. I'm sure there's a video game or something out recently with a, a similar-looking alien. Imagine you were the first one to find an, an inner spe- species life force and... Be the first one to... <laughs> um, That's more interesting than finding things in a library, Obi-Wan. So he meets the Prime Minister, called, I believe his name was Masu, and is was, was like, yo, we've been waiting for you for years. So wait, now he's on the planet. Where have you been? He's on the planet. He's fine. Camino? Camino. Um, yeah. The cloning planet. And they're like, oh, you must be here to see how everything's going with these, uh, these clones. And Obi-Wan is kind of... You realise he doesn't have a clue what they're going on about, but playing along, they go 200,000 units already, and there are another million on the way. Um, and Master Jedi Sephardias, I believe his name was? Sephardias. Sephardias? Syphilis. Master Sephardias ordered this army to be built, and Obi's like, oh, but he died 10 years ago. Rip. So we realise someone else has been... Uh-oh. Uh, doing these orders yes. and building this clone army for the Republic. We then have the infamous yes. sand scene. Boys, for this. as I said, do not tell a girl that you've been dreaming about them a lot. You use this line, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating and gets everywhere. Unlike you, you're soft. And smooth. And of all the lines to work, this one works. She goes in for the kiss. Wow. The music swells. John Williams is... No! I can't. You're a Jedi. She pulls away. You're a Jedi. I'm a politician. Love is forbidden. We can't do this. Okay, so wait a second. If he's a Jedi, it means he can't have love, which means Mm. he can't have sex. But he is now saying... That he knows firsthand that sand is in fact rough course and gets everywhere. <laughs> How does he know that? What was he doing in his, oh, in his Padawan oh. years? Getting the sand everywhere, quote unquote. Damn. Just thinking out loud here, he kind of baited himself out. I mean, Padawan also goes in and starts telling her, telling him about a past lover, and he's like getting uncomfortable. But then they still make out. Also, Ida said, um, when she's like, oh, we can't do this, you're a jet. It's like... Yo, bitch, you just said in the last scene that I'm not a Jedi oh, yet, so what are we doing? You got her there. You yeah. got her there. Yeah, this this love relationship here is definitely I honestly find the whole... <clears throat> so boring. I said this in the... Not necessarily boring. Lame. I just don't believe it. Because we see him as a... The last time we saw these two together she was, was the last time they were together. No one cares that she's older than him. He was a kid. He was a, a child. A boy. And who she found like, oh, you're a cute but he's child. G- he's Jesus. Remember this. And now he's grown up and like right away within just not even a day, you he's think the, they're in love. He's the chosen one though. He's the prophecy. You're the chosen one. He dreamed about her every day since, since parting ways with her. There's a reason for that. It's called true love. You ever just think about someone forever <laughs> and every day and you just, that's love. Maybe that's the Jedi way, you know, but that sand part, well, who wrote that? I love it. It's it's so bad. It's but it's 
it's probably the thing people remember the most of this movie. I think of sand when I think of this movie. Um, And Hayden Christensen. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Did you ever watch that film Jumper? Wasn't it him and Samuel Jackson? Yes. Was it good? The movie Jumper was filmed in Toronto, and a guy died on set. Oh. The movie was originally supposed to star Eminem, but he said, "You, I'll be in it if you film in Detroit. And they're like, Toronto's cheaper. He's like, cool, not doing it. So instead, they got Hayden Christensen. Never saw it. It looked bad. Okay. <laughs> one, for, one for the road? One yeah. for down the line? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hayden Christensen podcast <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> you do your Brendan Fraser one with yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't say the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> uh, so Obi-Wan now is inspecting this clone <laughs> army. You see kind of the... Uh, the first like glimpses, fetus yeah. state of these the clones, clones from the old Star Wars movies. Like we we're used to seeing the the classic helmets, the stormtroopers, and now we're seeing like this weird version of it. We've not seen them yet until now. So, so that was cool. I remember seeing thinking that was. Really I sweet. think this is really cool because yeah, yeah. the stormtroopers are never explained really in no, the, never in the first films, now, yeah. and you go, okay, that's the only mention cool. in the original is when um, in the New Hope when. Ben right. Kenobi is like, oh, not since the clone. He's like, you fought in the Clone Wars, and he, yeah, they bring that's it true. Up, yes, right? so that's um, the mention to this movie. So yeah, we see them from like uh, their fetus state to being a kid to all these grown men, all looking identical. Um, and we're told the original host is a bounty hunter called Django Fett. Mm. Hmm, Fett. Fett. I remember that name, Django Fett. And Django wanted a whole lot of money to be cloned, but just requested one thing. He wanted an unaltered clone for himself, one with no growth acceleration. So all these clones have growth acceleration, so they become adults, right adults really quickly. Um, so basically, he wanted... A kid. A son, a child. Um, Wouldn't that be weird? Like, let alone those people out there who name... Not, nothing against them, but like, say my name's Robert, right? And I have a son, and I I name him Robert Jr. So now I'm Robert Sr., and he's Robert... That's weird already. But in fact, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to clone myself as a kid, and then have myself as a son, and watch myself grow up, and teach my... That's just weird. That's like... I don't know what what to call that, but like, being a dad to yourself? It's narcissistic. That's just strange. That's a weird-ass... Some weird-ass stuff. That's some spooky shit right there. Growing up... I mean... So his name is Django, and his son's name is Baba. Boba. 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 Um, if, what, what's what's Django Fett's favorite type of fruit? Mango Fett. <laughs> how much have you had today? <laughs> what a weird name! Like, how does George Lucas come up with these names? How does he what, write Django? Da- Django. Y- you're questioning no. Django. You're f- questioning Boba. Boba. That was the one from the original one. Yeah. Yeah. And like, ah, oh, just some of the names are, are crazy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we see a first look at the, at essentially the Stormtroopers, which is a really cool moment, I think. Uh, sure, looking, yeah. looking back, it's maybe you take it for granted some of the big moments that really hit. I think this is definitely one of them. It's, oh, these are the Stormtroopers. We all know from. where these are going to go. Uh, I think this moment's pretty cool. I do think Boba Fett was the coolest as a kid. Yeah. I would grow up watching the old ones on VHS, and then watching this one, you're like, oh, shit, that's his dad, and like he's also in the same gear. I mean, he was such a small character in yeah, the original Yeah, but everyone films, loved but him. Everyone loved him. Hey, coming that, soon to Disney+. Plus, exactly. John Favreau. So. so it made sense to yeah. include him as a big deal. He is the coolest character. He's got the coolest helmet. Um, 
we see Anakin and Padme in grass. Uh, Anakin doesn't mind grass. Hates fucking hates sand, but all about the grass. The waterfall in the background. Yeah, she's she's chatting about boys and stuff. She was like, I'm pretty sure she was talking about yeah, back at uni. Yeah, that's what she was back saying. at uni. I was with this. Boy she's telling like old boy stories, I'm and like, he's like, cool, just just like just, just play with my lightsaber already. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. They're going, we need a count. Uh, Anakin says, look, we need a council to sit down and talk and work out what is best for the people. And she's like, that's what we already have. Uh, but they don't agree all the time. And he's going, well, we make them agree. We have one person who is wise enough and makes them agree. She goes, that kind of sounds like a dictatorship mm. to me. Uh, and then they write, roll around. He jumps on a giant fat egg cow. I called it. What would you call it? I don't know what so, that was. I, I hate the fucking monsters that they create sometimes in these movies. Like in the uh, the last, Jedi, I know exactly the one you're. Talking yeah, the, the milk the thing. One. Like, why are these things in these movies? I don't know. So he rides on a giant fat egg cow, but it's it's the hints of okay, might might turn evil. He's oh, so you want to be so you want to be Trump? Okay, cool. Yeah, I got. Um, the BDE do not have any political alliance. <laughs> um, uh, Darth Vader killed a lot of people. Just yeah. saying. Just saying. Uh, we now meet Boba Fett as a little kid who takes Obi-Wan to Django Fett. Boba. Um, Boba, sorry. Did you ever play uh, Habba Hotel? Do you know what that is? Yeah, back in the day, yeah. So whenever you swore on Habba Hotel, it was an online game. Mm. If you swore, it changed any swear words to Boba. Yes, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Weird fact, you'll never get anywhere else except here on Up Next. <laughs> um, so, this is a similar kind of reaction to when you see Anakin in Phantom Menace. It's, oh, we now see a cute little kid who's going to be evil. Evil. Um, Obi-Wan questions Django, asks if he's ever been to Coruscant's. And goes, oh, you must know Master Syphilis. Um, <laughs> and Django, nah, never never heard of him, mate. <laughs> Same. Um, and then Obi leaves and Django's looking concerned. A little suspicious. And little Boba goes, what is it, Dad? He goes, pack your things. We're, we're, we're leaving. <laughs> we're getting out of here. They're, they're on to us. Um Anakin and Padme then eat a pear with a knife and fork. What the? F who who eats pears with a knife and he fork? He uses his Jedi powers yeah. to grab it from her, floats it over to him, cuts it up with a knife and fork, and then floats it back to her into the fork, and then she eats it with a fork. Have you ever eaten a pear with a knife and fork? I can't say that I have. I feel people that eat pears with a knife and fork are the same kind of people that get pizza pizza at the C&E. Oh, that's... You know when you see yeah. Pizza Pizza at the C&E and you go... Why? You can get Why? Right. There's all this other food. on the street. I don't know. I know. <laughs> well, wait a second. What about people who eat pizza with a knife and fork? Oh, sometimes I... you have to. Like, we've been to Chicago. You have to eat pizza with a knife and fork sometimes. I think a, a proper kind of Italian restaurant, like gourmet yeah, yeah. pizza, yeah. But like the... But fruit? But the more fast food style pizza, no, no. you just... You use But like hands. maybe a fruit salad if the pear is cut up into a million pieces mixed oh, in yeah, with some other Oh yeah, fruit salad, but not carving it like a turkey. Yeah, they're literally carving. He's using his Jedi. And then he says, like, if Obi-Wan saw me using my force... No, if Obi-Wan saw you eating a pear with a knife and fork, <laughs> you'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> You're a Jedi. <laughs> Learn better. Come on. Um, so, yeah, uh... That was basically, like, this scene meant nothing. Uh, pair with a knife and fork. Um, 
Anakin kind of reveals how he's been creeping on Padme for ten years this in whole his dreams. time. In, in his, his dreams. dreams. Uh, Is it still creeping if it's in your dreams? Yeah. No. Uh, like, if you have some, if you have a dream where you, you like, I don't know, like, quit a job or kill, maybe kill someone or do something crazy in a dream, it doesn't mean you actually did it in real life. But if Facebook was a thing, he would be stalking the shit out of it. Ooh, yeah, he probably was, yeah. He's probably using, oh, he's probably using some, like, creepy Jedi mind stuff. Yeah. He tells her that it's been agony being around Padme this whole time because he is infatuated with her. And the fact that she kissed him just torments him even more because Mm. he doesn't know if that's the only kiss they're ever going to have. And she just goes, I can't. She can't. Uh, Obi is talking to Windu and Yoda about the army and Jango Fett, who he believes is the bounty hunter. Uh, Windu says that the council never authorized such a, an army. Uh oh. So he goes, look, something fishy is going on here. Better go get that guy. Get Django. Go get Django. Um, Anakin has a nightmare and Padme addresses him about it. She goes, look, I heard you having right. a dream. What's going on? Spooky. And he goes, I keep having these nightmares about my mother. I know she's in danger. Uh, we need to go. I'm sorry. Padme says, okay, I'll go with you. Come with you. And they're going to set off to Tatooine. Obi then uh, goes after Django. We have a big, this is kind of really the first sort of fight scene in this whole film. Yeah, there was Would not you a lot say? of fighting. Like, uh, Obi-Wan and Django... He, he confronts him. He chases confronts him. him. Django, like, runs onto a ship. It's, that- like, raining. It's a cool set. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever played the, the Star Wars video games, but Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battlefront 2, both for PS2, were fucking amazing. Uh, it reminded me of, like, Halo, but it was all Star Wars. And, like, half of these scenes and these prequels were it brought into these games. Right. And, like, these levels were really sweet. So I, I know someone out there... I know they redid the game recently and it got a lot of hate, but I'm talking about the ones for PS2. Like, some of the, the battles you could have were, were focusing on these prequel levels as well. And they're really fun. I mean, so sweet. I think the, the prequels do get a lot of hate, yeah. but... They they do create new things new that everything. we haven't seen. Yeah, in, it's really and cool. I think for for things like video games, mm-hmm. um, lend itself really well to it. To a lot of, a lot of these things, it just brought it back. Like right now, we're in the midst of the trilogy still happening with the the newest one, the the last Skywalker one, like the Rise of the Skywalker. But like in ten twenty years or whatever, we'll be talking about different trilogies of different things, but they can incorporate, there's so much things that they have, that have been created. So like as much as you give shit to this movie about like the, the sand and the coarseness, you could look at some of the like concept art that has been created for this movie. It's pretty incredible. Like these, these islands here, like they're fighting in this clone land where there's like, it's thunderstorming and there's like platforms and you don't, it's like cloud city almost. And like, you don't know what's under it. It's just like, it's, it's, it's very good visually. I feel movie. it's been a big issue with the, with the prequels. And I really honestly believe it has tarnished, uh, people's perception of George Lucas. Sure. George Lucas came up with something incredible. Right. With Star Wars. Um, his imagination is huge mm-hmm. and vast and, He's come up with all this stuff. I don't think he's a very good writer. Right. Um, as a director moving into the 21st century, uh, he had a lot of toys to play with and completely overdid it. Um, 
but you can't question the guy's sure. imagination. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I think... I, he's, as much as I shit on this movie, like, it's still visually, it's fun to watch. Like, there's yeah. such creative stuff in it. Yeah. And I think having that... I, George Lucas is Vince Russo. Sure. To me. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone shits on Vince Russo, yet what is the era everyone goes back to? It's the Attitude Era. It's the era where Vince Russo was in control, but he had people reining him in. And you saw what happened when he moved to WCW and doesn't have that, those people going, yeah, I, I like this nugget, but the rest, but of it the rest doesn't work. Yeah, very similar. And I feel that's with George Lucas. Mm. I think he, he created Star Wars, the first one, which is fantastic, um, then created this universe and handed the reins over to people to direct Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And now he's... He's in his WCW fight <laughs> of like 2000. Well, I like the fight in the rain on this. Camino. This fight was yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so, uh, Jack, uh, Boba is in the ship that they're trying to get away from, uh, away in, and is just firing big fucking guns at Obi Wan. Uh, Obi and Django are fist fighting because Obi Wan loses his lightsaber. Clearly, Boba is a clone because he can't hit him. No, no, no <laughs> stormtrooper can very ever true, hit, very hit people true. with their guns. Um, Django jets off and hooks Obi with like a, a grapple hook. Yeah, you ever play Tony Hawk 4? He's in it. I have him for PS2. Wait, what? Django Fett is in Tony yeah, Hawk 4? It's, okay. an unli- it's, a, it's a special character you can unlock if you like beat all these levels. You get Django Fett. And his thing is he, he throws his skateboard and then you... Hook it. Like grapple hook yeah, it? Yeah, and then you spin it and you get back on it. And you jet, there's a jetpack one too. <laughs> so both fall down the edge of the building and and they're both hooked together by this grapple hook. And Django cuts free the wire, which causes Obi-Wan to drop, uh, but manages to still hang on, wraps onto something, <clears throat> gets back up, chases after, but Django and Boba fly away. However, just as they're jetting away... Obi-Wan throws a little tracking device, mm, a little homing smart. system onto the ship. Yeah. He got his little clone son to help him, but I think I still think Boba Fett, Jango Fett, whatever. They're sick ass. They're, they're the coolest characters. They're cool. Yeah. Anakin returns to Tatooine, and we see Watto, who is from the... Uh, Otto? Watto? Watto. Oh, okay. From, uh, from Phantom Menace. Uh, um... Anakin, Wado's like struggling with something mechanical, fixing it. Anakin's like, yo, give it here, fixes it in two seconds. And then he knows it's him. And from that, he goes, oh, Annie, oh, how you've grown. He's like, yeah, 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 where the fuck's my mom? He's, yeah, (laughs) where's my mom? Uh, And he's like, oh, I sold your mom years ago. No one wants to hear that. Sorry, mate. Uh, We have (laughs) Django and Boba realize they're being tracked and start throwing some bombs at Obi-Wan. You have this little cool chase fight. Yeah, it wouldn't be Star Wars if there wasn't any, like, crazy ship fight chase kind of scene again. You know, it's cool. Anakin bumps into my least favorite character in the Star Wars universe, C-3PO. Oh, yes. Don't you hate him? He sucks. (laughs) More so the actor. Right, okay. Anthony Daniels sucks. (laughs) Um, You're British, I don't understand. Okay, continue. (laughs) He he was a bully to Kenny Baker. Fuck that guy. Um, He meets his... Who are basically his stepbrother and stepfather? Yes, because uh, Shmi remarried. Um, Shmi's husband reveals that she was taken by Tuscan raiders, and sand he, people. he would still, yeah, the sand people. He would still be 
chasing after them, but he lost his leg in trying to do so, so there's not much he can do. Anakin says he's going to go after them, but he's like, look, son, your mother's dead. Accept it. Uh, Anakin tells Padme to stay with these people. They're good people. and It's Luke's parents, no? Those, that couple. His stepson, they become Luke, Luke's parents. In the oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. That, wait, these, no. Oh, these, wait. These actors are... Luke's, are, like, adopted parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They become his parents. Right. In the original. Yes. That's why they're young actors playing those people. That's cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Luke, get your ass out of here. Yeah. Gotta do no, you're, you're right. Uh, <laughs> the Jewel of the Fates music from Phantom Menace Uh-oh. then hits as Anakin is riding off to find his mother. Probably, yeah, what, second best... Styles music? For, no, probably Jewel of the Fates is still is the, the coolest. Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sung that in a choir once. Sounds, that sounds extreme. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan is on Geonosis and sees Count Dooku plotting with Viceroy Gunroy. Sorry, Viceroy Gunray from, nice. the, from the first film. Um, Gunray says that he is not signing the treaty until Senator Amidala is dead. Dooku promises him that he's a man of his word. They talk about forming a big fuck-off army, um, and then the Republic will have to agree on their demands because they will purely outnumber them. Um, And we see Anakin at this point sneak in and find his mother. She's tied up, being tortured. By the sand people. By the sand people. The sand people will be back. And she dies in his arms but manages to tell her she's that like I'm proud of you look at you wow I'm proud I'm complete like my life is complete because I've seen what a wonderful wow. human being my son has grown up has, to your, has your mom ever said that to you I'm proud of you yeah yeah lately yeah <laughs> just checking just checking <laughs> Now you're questioning everything. <laughs> I just hate how, like, that's how... Why Why would the sand people tie his mom up? What are the sand people? Are they people? The what are they? What are these people? <laughs> they, like, yell and... Yeah. They, they always scared me as a kid. Watching A New Hope as a kid, sand people scared me. Yeah. I, I don't know. But they have. They're savages. Um, Anakin loses his shit and just lightsabers to death. That's a, this is a cool people. scene. When, when she literally dies in his arms... And then she just dies, and then it's just like something goes off, and then he just goes. You the the shot changes to like outside the hut, and then you just hear the sound, and then you hear him like chopping them. There's he chops some heads off. He's he just like killing, like them. yeah, he's like slaying these motherfuckers. He's killing them, sand people. And I know they come in numbers, but he's gonna kill all. Of them. Yeah, he's gonna kill all the sand people. So we start to see the descent mm-hmm. of Anakin Skywalker. The evil take over. Um. And we just quickly flick to Yoda, who feels it. He goes, Anakin is in pain. Doesn't know what he's done, but just feels the pain within the the force. It's like when Hogan turned, you know? It's like the heel turn. It's just, oh my god. Um, Obi-Wan is trying to get hold of Anakin on Naboo, but obviously Anakin isn't at Naboo. He's on Tatooine. Um, And we spot a winged alien, like a cockroach kind of mm, thing just scary. spying on Obi-Wan gross uh, Obi-Wan realises uh, Anakin is actually on Tatooine and it's like yo what the fuck are you doing there mate? <laughs> why are you on Tatooine Anakin brings Sh- Shmi's body back to the family he looks pissed and angry he says I'm good at fixing things why couldn't I save her Padme's like Look, it's not your fault 
Mm. We're not. You're not all powerful. It's like, but I should be. One day I will be. One day I will be the most powerful Jedi ever, mm. and I will be able to stop people from dying. You're going. Whew. Ooh, calm okay. down. She's like, yo, dude, chill. Chill. And then, it's all Obi-Wan's fault. Oh. He's jealous. He's holding me back. We really see the, like, the nasty side of Anakin Skywalker he here. He's evil. And then reveals, I killed them. I killed them all. Not just them, the men. The Sorry, ju- not just the men, the women. And children, too. They were like animals. I and I slaughtered them I like them. animals. I hate them! Oh, man, he's evil. I thought he was quite good here. I, this, I like this scene. I like when he like turns evil, essentially. I mean, I, I'm sorry to all the unfortunate sand people that were harmed in the making of this feature yeah. film, but they suck. But <laughs> he, he, he's turned evil here, and it's it's the first time you're like, oh, okay, this this is Darth Vader. Yeah. If anyone was unclear at any point, now it is like, oh, well, if he's doing that, then, then he's clearly going to do that again and again and again. He's This is like... When when Michael Myers, the teacher's like, "Hey man, this kid's killing cats. You better watch out. Like this dude's mm. killing cats now. Who knows what you're yeah. gonna do later?" Well, this is that moment. He's yeah. killing sand people. You know it's gonna lead to more things. Um, and Darth Vader's music just plays. Yeah, yeah. I I really like that in the prequels. All the little, it's just John Williams little mm-hmm. nods to the yeah, to what is back. to come. He brings he's his motifs bril- back. He's brilliant, and he this, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Film music is something I'm just fascinated in because mm-hmm. it it is all it is all little motifs for characters, characters and feelings and things and sometimes the audience aren't even aware yeah. uh, that they're feeling something they're feeling sure. uh, because of the music. It's I really find it interesting. Uh, we see Shmi's funeral and Anakin goes, "I wasn't strong enough to save you, but I promise I won't fail again. I miss you so much." Mm. Sadness. R2 plays a message from Obi-Wan Kenobi, revealing that Viceroy Gunray is behind the assassination attempt. And everyone's like, yo, still? (laughs) (laughs) This was the first film's plot. Come on. Um, And they've pledged their armies to Count Dooku. Windu tells Anakin to protect the senator at all costs and leaves Dooku and leave Dooku to them because they they know he's an emotional guy that he might just be like straight up Dooku would say no no you protect just do your job we've got hang out with your girlfriend yeah well I don't know that um and Padme is hey Obi-Wan is in danger and he's close aren't you going to right do they get they get his message too yeah they go he sends him an Adobe one Kenobi (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> JPEG form, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh shit!" Because that's also like classic, like sci-fi. I, I mean, I guess classic Star Wars, where it's like in the original Star Wars when it's Princess Leia, "Help me, one Kenobi, you're my only hope." And then you hear like, and she's like, "Ah," and she's got to turn it off. Yeah, it's like this because he's like talking, and then all of a sudden it's like, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Oh, no, the, oh, message, I'm in danger. the message is dispersed. So yeah. You're like, "Ah, oh, I gotta save him." Uh, exactly. Um, and Padme's questioning him, going. Aren't you going to save your boy? Yeah, come on. Man. And I thought you cared about him. And he goes, yeah, he's like my father, but I'm under strict instructions to look after you. And she goes, well, I'm going to go and save him. So you've got to protect mm. me. You've got to come with me. And he's like, I like your thinking. I like uh, how, like, even in 2002, when this movie <laughs> came out, that they didn't make Padme, like, a little bitch. 
I didn't find she's she's very much modelled after Leia. Yeah, she's like and, a boss ass, which girl is here. really yeah. uh, as you said. Like this is two thousand and two, and how much times have changed since yeah, then? Yeah, yeah. I think nineteen was it nineteen seventy seven? The first Star Wars, sure. I believe that's off the top of my yeah, head, yeah. but I think it's around seventy seven. And Leia's a kick ass female. Sure. I think Natalie Portman's even more kick ass because like she's like. Like taking charge here, she takes charge of 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 things later on, and and in the the third movie going forward. But like, I just found that it was a good addition, and instead of her just being like the princess, the damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. No, it's she's way, never that. In yeah, any yeah. In any Star Wars characters, in fact, like even uh uh like Ray, Ray. Yeah, she oh, Ray's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's just good to see that as well. They didn't just kind of throw it away. Uh, but then they go to they go to fly to save him. Yeah, we have Palpatine and a council talking about stuff, again, more <coughs> politics, um, and basically they suggest that Palpatine takes emergency power. Uh-oh. Which is a very bad idea. Terrible. Uh, Dooku has Obi-Wan oh, captured. He caught him. He's in one of those hover capture things. He's into that weird Fifty Shades stuff <laughs> with the hands tied back. Uh, I, I like how Dracula is the villain. Yeah, let's let's take a a moment here and discuss about the brilliance of Christopher Lee. Yeah, I mean he's fantastic. He's a classic actor. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's always sinister in everything he's been in. So yep. then he's in this movie, and he's quite he's quite evil. Uh, like most guys, his lightsaber has a curve in it. Um, I I feel like though as <laughs> as a as a kid, I was kind of let down as Dooku because I was I grew up on Darth Vader. And he's in the the mask, and he's in the all black. He's like scary. Mm. Whereas Dooku doesn't have that like gimmick of the scariness. Even in Kylo Ren era, like he's got the mask and everything. They went back to that. But Dooku doesn't have that like like cool toy mentality. No kid was like, "Yo, I got that Dooku," because it's just an old dude. Right. But but when you watch his acting, you're like, "Oh, actually, he's quite." I think yeah, for kids, I agree. Yeah. I think for people that have grown up on Christopher Lee, sure, it's it's awesome. This was quite a year for Christopher Lee, because this was 2002. Right. Uh, where he was in another big, big movie franchise, right, right. Lord of the Rings. Yes, that's right. So this was the year Two Towers came out. Yeah. And he plays Saruman. Yeah. Saruman the I think White. I was more scared of him in that movie. Oh, Because he, he fucks up Gandalf, and I'm like, bro, his, I don't know what I'm doing now. Yeah, his, uh, he's more fleshed out in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, fantastic actor. How old do you think he is? In this movie? Here. Yeah. I was trying to pinpoint exactly. I've got it. As Looks a like he's in his late 50s, early 60s, maybe. He's 78, 79. In that movie? Yeah. Is he still alive today? He died a few years ago. Rest in peace. Pour a little out for Christopher. Um, wow. Honestly, like... How did he do some of these He was scenes? born in 1922. CGI was um, amazing. Huh. He was, like, in in the war. It's, Whoa. Like, this guy's crazy. He has a metal album. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, honestly, Christopher Lee Count is a legend. An absolute... Does his guitar have a curve on it, too? <laughs> <laughs> That's never explained why he's curved. Why? It's cool. It looks cool. The ladies need... love it. <laughs> why is your lightsaber purple? Because I'm Samuel Jackson and it looks fucking cool. Yeah. You don't need an explanation. Yeah. I really like the curved hilt. Yeah, the ladies do too. I, I, I remember uh, a friend had the curved one. And as I have said on our episode one review, mm. I had the Darth Maul double-sorted. So I was fucking two people up at once. I was like, bring it, bring it. And the curve doesn't add to it. But thinking as like a, a sword master as I am, uh, the curve would allow you to do some like different style, 
like some capiora kind of like you would have the lightsaber like down your arm sideways or some like some slicing and dicing compared to the classic wielding. But I had the Qui Gon one. Of course. Do you know why? Why? I like gin. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, yeah, I, I like. I, I think I like Count Dooku one now that I'm a little older. Whereas as a kid, I think I was a little let down. As the I villains. think he brings a bit of gravitas to the film, a bit well, of class. Do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you, good, he's good acting. As you said, the the dialogue for so much is so clunky. I think. Uh, I mean, you you were saying you like. Uh, Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. as Obi-Wan he's great but his dialogue is still yeah, kind of yeah. he's he's a cheesy Obi-Wan Kenobi sure um, Christopher Lee's so good I think he manages to make sense of any dialogue he's given and, and make any, anything he's given voice. sound yeah. sinister and awesome right and he caught Obi-Wan also if it wasn't for Christopher Lee we might not have had Nicolas Cage do Wicker Man because why? Christopher Lee was the original. Rob, oh, right? Guy. Okay, okay. And so, then we didn't have Nicolas Cage punching women and oh, and bears and <laughs> not the bees, <laughs> not the bees. Just do a Christopher uh, Nicolas Cage movie. Next. And we'll add him to the list. <laughs> <laughs> what we need is uh, what is it? Brendan Fraser, Nicolas Cage, and we should do a movie together. Who was the other, who was the other one we were saying? Uh, already. <laughs> Clearly, not. Oh, Hayden Christensen. Was it Hayden Christensen? Hayden Christensen films? podcast. Sure. Um, so Dooku's questioning Obi-Wan, uh, why are you here? Why are you following us? And he tells him, look, the Republic is under control of a dark lord of the Sith. Uh-oh. Darth Sidious. Darth Syphilis. The Viceroy of the Trade Federation was in league with Darth Sidious, but was betrayed. And he went to me, Count Dooku, for help and told me everything. Oh, boy. Look, Obi-Wan, you must join me. Join together to destroy the Sith. He goes, I will never join you. Nope. No, I won't. Then it might be difficult to secure peace. So evil. Evil. Um, So Palpatine, we then have that cool, like, council, like, big Senate, all the different planets and things. Um, Jar Jar... Basically announces Palpatine has now got emergency power as Supreme Chancellor. Shake my head. Whoa. Oh boy. Um, and he assures us all, look, I'm only doing this um, because it, we're in a state of emergency. Once this crisis is over, I will step down. Cool. Sure. I don't believe you, mate. Lies. I will create a grand army. Ian McDiarmid as well, a highlight of these films, as the senator, as the emperor, who I believe is coming back. Mm, perhaps, maybe. Perhaps. Ah, 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 ah. The laugh means yeah. it's him, right? Uh, he's fantastic. Um, now Pad- Anakin and Padme. Adna- yeah. Anakin and Padme have now landed to help Obi-Wan out. On Genosis? On Geonosis. Geonosis, yeah. This level was cool in the game, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Padme tells him to follow her lead. We have some R2-D2 and C-3PO banter. Uh, Anakin then fucks up a load of winged cockroach alien things. Um, And Padme falls onto the conveyor belt along with Woody, Buzz, the rest of the toys. (laughs) She is in Toy Story 3. Um, And I'm not quite sure why, but R2's like, that looks fun and just pushes C-3PO. He has your idea and he's like, I don't like you anymore, (laughs) C-3PO. Pretty much. Um... 
it's this is basically a conveyor belt that are building these uh, drones. What what are those like army drone things called? The droids. The the droids. Yeah. 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 It's creating more droids. Yeah. Uh, sorry, droids. Yeah, I'm spelling things wrong. Um, Anakin gets his arm welded to the conveyor belt, so he's stuck. Uh, Padme is stuck in some kind of giant bowl that's going to pour lava all over her. This uh, scene I didn't really like. Actually. Yeah, it, it felt like I was watching live Super Mario. Sure, yeah. It was like the dong, Ding. dong, the thing and stomping down and you've got to run underneath. Yeah, it's there like were, they were in a Mario there level. There were pipes and mushrooms and everything. <laughs> I, I wish. Um, yeah, th- this felt very yeah cartoon video game yeah. to me. Um, R2-D2 saves her by using his mechanical skills. Um, and then Django captures Anakin and Anakin's lightsaber is busted. It's bust. It's busted. Up. It's busted up. But uh, then they're captured by all the droids. Yeah. They're captured they're by... Added the... to, to the, the, the Obi-Wan crisis of being caught. Yeah. Uh, Padme says, I've been dying every day since you come back in my life. I love you. Ooh. Um... This she said it. She said it. Yeah. The this, I think. How long have they been together now? How many days has this been? This is moving very quickly. It's, look, this you know, is like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, like just getting engaged out of nowhere. Listen, love has no bounds. Oh. Love has no time frame. Love is love. When you find it, you find it. You could find, meet someone a day and be like, "Yo, that's the one." Or you can be like me and fall in love like five times a day. You know, you just never know. You just never know. And they love each other very much. So Padme and Anakin are brought out into a coliseum uh, in front of all the flying It's like a room. It's things. like the giant coliseum. Not yeah, all these creatures are there to watch. It's like David being fed to the lions. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan is tied up and looks a little bit pissed off. Um, and Anakin's all tied up as well. It's like, hey, look, we got your message and decided to rescue you. Obi-Wan goes, good job. <laughs> you rescued They're all me. fucked. Yeah, you did fantastically, mate. Um, and Padme now it, it went from wearing uh, an all-white like jumpsuit with all-white leather pants to wearing le- white leather pants and now a white crop top. Yeah. And she's looking like uh, uh, the, a summer night on Tatooine. It's like know? the antithesis of Io Shirai. It's very it's the, similar, it's just the, in it's white. The, yeah. the white version, yeah. She's all in white. I, I uh, Yes. Natalie yeah. Portman, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, kind of the, the Leia vibes yes, here as well. Yeah. Uh, so now they're, they're all tied up. They're all tied up and, um, these creatures come out. One looks like Scyther from Pokemon. One looks like the Fiend, uh, <laughs> one, <laughs> with these big, wide, toothy One's like mouth. a giant crab, one's a rhino, and one's a cat. Yeah. Essentially, of these creatures. And we get the line, I've got a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling uh, about this. Delivered by Anakin this time. Uh, Padme's cool and just kind of shimmies up. She, I think her. she uses her hairpin to unlock herself and the first time. Because yep. Anakin's like, Master, uh, what are we going to do? And he's like, just hold tight. I got an idea. He's like, what about Padme? And he's like, uh, she's doing she better than us. She fine, yeah. And she's already escaped. Um, we then have a p- fight between Obi-Wan and the Anakin monsters. and these monster things. The Viceroy is pissed off as the Jedi and Padme are winning and Dooku goes, look, just shoot them. Patience, mate. <laughs> She's going to die. It's okay. They're like, just enjoy it. Dooku's like uh, Dr. Evil. He's <laughs> like, yo, 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 they're going to die. Don't worry. And, and, and the Django Fett's like, dude, just shoot them. I got a gun yeah. in my room. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to do it this way. We have to get them we'll killed by the a sharks crab. and the lasers. Yeah. Yeah. We need the crab to kill them. That's how we need it right now. Uh, 
all the Jedi then show up. And this is the first time we, we realize there's all these other Jedi. Yes. And I know there's in the, like the comic books, the, the novels, the Clone Wars and all that. A lot of these characters are actually pretty prominent characters. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these aliens and, and people are, are prominent throughout the video game series as well. And we get the reveal. Mace Windu draws his lightsaber. Purple. And it's purple. And he's he's telling Dooku to, don't kill my friends. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo. Uh, How badly goes, did you did you think Samuel Jackson wanted to swear in this movie? Oh, so bad. <laughs> you know you know what's on his lightsaber. I don't yeah. I don't know if I I probably said this in the last review. Isn't it from the wallet? Is it the same thing? What it's it BMF. Bad motherfucker. Yeah, the same with the wallet in yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> of course. And they rewrote a load of... I'm pretty sure we spoke about this yes. in the last one. But anyway, any new listeners, they rewrote yeah. a load of kind of the the lore of uh, Jedi and lightsabers and the stone, the crystals right. that create their beam because Samuel Jackson was like, I want, I want a purple one. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, Do what Chef says. So he has a purple lightsaber, which looks really fucking cool. Uh, Windu says, you are vastly outnumbered. Dooku goes, we'll see. <laughs> and all the, uh, the, the droids. droids show up, including C-3PO, whose head is on a droid's body and also the other way around. Right. He has like his he's, body with his drones. His body's head. been messed up, yeah. Silly he comedy. sucks. <laughs> um... A Jedi throws a green lightsaber now to Anakin, because obviously his blue one was busted. Um, Windu hits a beautiful single-handed backhand, Roger Federer-esque, uh, like deflecting a gunshot and kills a droid. <laughs> Look badass. Yeah, he's got some cool moves. Uh, the rhino-looking monster goes rogue it's and starts going against chaos. Django, and Django takes out the rhino. R2 then was like, okay, I've fucked about with you uh, enough, C-3PO. I'll help yeah, you out now. It, fixes his head. He will try to fix him. Um, pulls off C-3PO's head, puts it really, his body. I really like the fight between Mace Windu and Jango Fett. I think it's really cool. I remember yeah. this scene specifically as a kid. Again, like uh, my, my half-brothers, they're a lot younger than me. And like mm-hmm. growing up, they were obsessed with these movies on DVD and such. That they had all the, like, the toys from it. So I remember specifically that they had both... Mace Windu and this Jangle Fett because his his gear is like more blue and silver and I remember specifically that my little brother would always take the head off him because in this scene right here is where his head gets chopped off and I, as a kid I remember being like whoa Star yeah. Wars is violent holy cow again still no blood but cool it's never blood but they love an amputation they love cutting part, they body fucking parts they hate off. arms you yeah. know like the British wrestlers hate fingers <laughs> Star Wars hates arms they just hate body parts yeah. apparently because in this fight um, it's sweet because he's he's charging makes me do is charging Django and Django's just starting to shoot but deflecting deflecting and then one swift motion and dude's head is chopped the fuck off and it's crazy it's wild so the Jedi gets surrounded and Dooku goes, you have fought gallantly, now surrender. I'm sorry, old friend. Um, and that's where Yoda arrives with all the clones and they fuck up they're everybody. Just spraying. They're spraying like Febreze. They're just pop, pop, pop. Also, I didn't mention the little kid, Boba mm. Fett, watched Mace Windu cut off his dad's head or his, himself's, himself's yeah. head, his future self's head. So no wonder that Boba Fett hates Jedi in the future because he saw one kill his dad. Yeah. He saw his, da- his dad get beheaded by a purple lightsaber. So like, yikes, that would cause some daddy issues. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, definitely. 
And the Jedi escape. <laughs> the Jedi just, they get up on those ships yep. and they fly the F out. Uh, Dooku and Gunray, uh, Gunray are discussing the army the Jedi have acquired and are confused how they managed to get such an army mm. this size. Where, so did they, where did it come from? Where did they come from? How could we have not found this? Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan are chasing Dooku and try shooting down the ship. As they're doing this, Padme falls off the ship and Anakin wants to go after her. Land the ship! She fell! Get her! And Obi-Wan goes, Nah, bro. Uh, no, we've got to get Dooku. If we can get Dooku, we can end this war. Do your duty. If you don't, you'll be expelled. I'm sorry. I thought Anakin's duty was to protect uh, Padme and not focus about all this. I don't know. I kind of, like... She's fine. She landed in some sand. She's cool. He doesn't know this, but like, she's cool. You know, she's, she could probably be alive. So just go kill the guy. Solve what the what would you have done? I'd jump off. Yeah. I would have jumped off. Cause Anakin's so worried about land the ship. Dude, if you really love her, you would have jumped. I, if I was Anakin, I'd be like, yo, I just get mixed messages here. You <laughs> want me, like, I go rogue and you're mad. You, I'm then. I do this. Like, I'm, if I'm Anakin and you're Obi-Wan in this situation, I'd be like, look. You have Dooku, Master. You got this. I gotta save her. And then I jump. You big him up. You, you're you're great. You're yeah, great on like, your own. You can do this on your own. I'd hold you're you the, back. I'd hold the, you back. Yeah, you're the master. I'm the Padawan. I can't help you. I gotta go save the girl. Then I'm gonna come. In fact, if Anakin would have made the jump, later on, the scenario would have been different. Just saying. It would have been a butterfly effect of different things mm. that happened. Just saying. He could have been in the right. So... uh Obi-Wan goes, what would Padme do? And she goes, yeah, she'd stay. She'd get do. She would get the job done. So he stays. Um, A stormtrooper finds Padme. She is absolutely fine. Okay. Uh, Obi-Wan gets... uh, Yeah, this is the fight with Dooku. It's... um, It's Dooku They track down Dooku. It's Dooku against Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh, Obi-Wan's trying to control it's similar. Anakin. So, so in episode one, it's Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan exactly. versus Death, Darth, Maul. Darth Maul. And those two, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan, they have like a, such a, a, like a tag team. Pr- they're like the revival. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They're the, the tag team. But here, clearly Obi-Wan and Anakin are not on the same page because the- he's like, all right, Anakin, here's the plan. We're going to do this and just chill. And Anakin's and like, no, fuck Leroy that. Jenkins! <laughs> and just runs in. <laughs> just goes off and, and Obi-Wan's like, fuck. God damn it, what are you doing? And, well, it costs him because yep. he gets bumped. He gets zapped. I, I've always loved the finger zap. The and evil guys can, yeah, the evil guys can zap you, right? The good guys can zap you. Good guys the, can't. The, the, And the good guys never choke. No. That's why I know I'd never be a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so Anakin gets zapped. And um, so Obi-Wan's against Dooku on his own. He then gets, like, zapped. He doesn't get... His arm cut off, yeah. He just no, gets just nicked. Gets, like, nicked. It's just a up. nick uh, in the arm, in the leg. He goes to the ground. Dooku starts chatting some shit. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. Raises his lightsaber. Anakin jumps in, starts fighting with him. And then uh, he manages... Obi uses the force and tosses Anakin his own lightsaber. So, so now he's the double. Now thing. Anakin's doing both. <laughs> Looks pretty sweet. The visuals here are cool. It yeah. does look cool. Um, the hilt of the green lightsaber gets blasted by Dooku, and then Dooku cuts off Anakin's arm. Oh. As I said, they hate arms in Star hate Wars. Limbs. <laughs> and both Jedi are down oh. on the floor. Wow, two for one special here. Now, I was 14, I think, yeah. when this movie was out. Yeah. This is the moment. The theater went crazy. 
This is um, this is Captain America yeah, yeah. grabbing Thor's the, the hammer. hammer. Yeah, this was the spot. I remember this specifically as a kid in the theater. Yoda waddles in. He starts. Well, it's the shot where it's like you think Dooku is is outdone both yeah. the heroes here, and then walks in this old man. Dooku with his Jedi Sith powers powers rips one thing off one of the walls, throws it towards Zoda, uh, Yoda. <laughs> Nothing. Yoda moves it aside with the force. He grabs another thing. Yoda moves it aside with the force. He pulls down the fucking ceiling. Wow. Yoda moves it aside with the force. Then Dooku zaps him. Yoda just absorbs just it like, all. Blows Yoda it away. blows it away. So And then he goes, I see our differences can't be settled by our knowledge of the force, but with our skills. With a lightsaber. <laughs> so now it's going to be the... The end-all lightsaber duel in the end here. And Yoda pulls out his green lightsaber. I still remember this now. The, yeah. the audience went fucking... Yeah, nuts. everyone. Cause, because you, you've you been an old Star Wars fan. Mm. you only seen Yoda as this like old dude who's been training Luke and kind of annoying in some scenes, like a lot of scenes. But he was always that old guy. Like, I would get... And now you see him, he's still old, but... Pulls out a lightsaber, you're like, oh, And you fuck. know, you've been told he's, he's the one, best. Of the, one of the best Jedis And like, he's this little green little creature, but now all of a sudden he's doing cartwheels. It's like a Will and Ospreay for some reason, match. yeah, he, he needs his he's walking stick everywhere. all the time, but he's flipping all he's over the place. He's doing everything. This is very Spot cool. Spot monkey. Uh, for me, this, this is one of the things that, like, as bad as a movie as this may be to a lot of people... Mm-hmm. This scene is fucking awesome. Yeah, this as scene a Star is Wars fan, like this is really so. Christopher really cool. Lee is like pretty tall. He's got the, he's tall and all black, and then you have this like little green creature in the in the Jedi garbs, like flying around him, and they're clashing lightsabers. It's a really cool visual. And Yoda reveals that Count Dooku was his Padawan, which mm. is super like whoa! How intricate is this? Because it's also revealed earlier that Qui Gon Jinn was the Padawan to Dooku. Dooku. So yep. it's Yoda. Dooku, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and now Anakin. So, like, what a what a trail of... Uh, Load them did a really bad job. Really. <laughs> Not fucked up. It just got worse and worse. It's like, at work this year, all the people I've trained... Yeah. I've gone already. So what does that say about you? Like, do not give me people to train at what I I think I'm good, but clearly yeah. something something's not working out here. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is really cool. As I said earlier... Christopher Lee is almost 80 at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, cool I assume there's a, a double at some points, yeah. but still, it, it looks like it's yeah, him it doing like a lot of this, which is, too, which is really, really cool. Um, so Yeah, Yoda's just on one here, yeah. fucking him up. Dooku manages to escape. He, he uses... He's cheating. He knows that Yoda's probably going to kill him here. Mm. So instead of fighting honorably, because he's evil and he's the Sith, he then... Uh, threatens to pull like this like crazy huge thing out the wall like this generator of some sort and he's going to throw it at the bodies of Obi-Wan and Anakin so Yoda then has to stop that and while he's stopping that Dooku manages to escape distraction finished at its finest here wow so Dooku escapes and meets with Darth Sidious, who looks awfully like another character. In the I mean, same like, sort of mouth and chin. And they sound alike. Their they voices, sound very yeah. similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have good news. The war has begun. Excellent. Ooh. Everything is going to plan. Uh, Obi-Wan, Windu, and Yoda are asking if they believe that 
this is true about this this Darth Sidious controlling the Senate. Um, Obi Wan goes without the clones. There would not have been a victory. Yoda, victory? Not a victory. The shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun. The Clone War has. Uh, we see all the clones as an army marching now with the Darth Vader theme playing as Emperor Palpatine. Look, sorry, he's not the Emperor yet. Is well, he? he's not he's Emperor. Supreme Chancellor, Chancellor Palpatine. Right, right. So it's, it's foreshadowing, obviously, that these this army that has saved the day today is actually going to turn. And we know that because yeah. we've seen the we've earlier seen, yeah, movies. the movies. It's like how Yoda talks is how the movies were directed. Yeah. The, the <laughs> old ones came first and then the prequels. <laughs> Yoda directed these movies. True. Um, this, this looked pretty cool. The Darth Vader theme, all this, like, all these clone army yeah. stormtrooper guys. It's really cool. Um, and then we see Anakin and Padme get married, Whoa, I assume, secretly. It's a secret wedding. With... In C- Vegas. C-3PO <laughs> and R2 is the two witnesses. Uh, Does that count? Do robots count as witnesses? <laughs> wow. Yeah. In t- I, I guess in Star- Actually, it's 2019. People are literally marrying, marrying robots. Anything. Yeah, you yeah. can marry a robot. Um, the nice John Williams music swells, and then... It is the credits. Yeah. Uh, so Anakin went against the Jedi way and got married. Yeah. So that's already he's already in trouble there. He is he messed up a bunch in this film. <laughs> I don't understand why it's evil to get like shouldn't love be like good for a Jedi? That's what he was arguing earlier in the film. It's like right. we we're taught about compassion. Compassion is love, love, surely. So like the Jedi just like no marriage, you just be a single man, you do your do, you swing that lightsaber any way you want, but when you when you get married, oh boy, you're a Sith. Mm. You're a Sith. You're a Sith. I don't know. That's some weird some weird ideology there. That's something. But they secretly got married, so if anyone finds out, I'm sure he's going to get in trouble. So you hate this movie. What did yeah. you think on rewatch? You haven't uh, seen it for a while? I rewatched it now with in my mind. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be talking about it. It's going to be fun. And like, I still enjoyed it, but there were some parts of the movie where I was like, oh, man. It's, it's the politics that bogs down. the. Fi- yeah, yeah. So when I was noting the film, there were bits I had to go back a couple of times just to the, the council scenes because yeah, I'm going so, what who what what I'm are you talking about I'm wondering what I hate most Star Wars Episode 1 or Star Wars Episode 2 because like both have I, Star Wars Episode 1 has the crazy final scene with Darth Maul and I think that scene is awesome but there's some good scenes in this movie too so I just don't I, I, I don't want to say I hate I this think movie but it's definitely not get a, good a hell of a lot of hate they do they do but I think there are some really cool moments in each one. I would okay. I, I think agree. Jewel of the Fates. I don't is, hate it as much as I thought I did. Yeah, Jewel of the Fates is awesome in yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um, I think this one has, as I said, that Yoda moment. I I like the Django Boba stuff. Mm-hmm. I like seeing uh, the clones and that uh, Yoda fighting Count Dooku is cool. Sure. Um, and, well, we'll get on every, to Revenge every, of the Sith. Yeah, every but. Star Wars movie has its ups and downs, definitely. Uh, I, myself, was not a huge fan of The uh, Last Jedi. Mm. Like, I could say that that one might be my least favorite okay. Star Wars movie. Especially just now watching this one fresh in my mind. I've only seen The Last Jedi once, but I felt like that was enough. Um, I, I still enjoyed watching this. Like I said, like seeing all different, like new creatures and new places they go and like places to fight on the the, the areas like knowing that you know these are created for video games and toys and, and marketing and stuff like that which, which is still cool it's just 
I felt like maybe you should have taken out politics and some of the weird love I think you stories. Could, I this. think you could do tell essentially the same story, but simplify. The issue it. I, I think Mar- is different from the original movies is like the charm. This one's more forced. Everything here is like poorly written. When you had, I, I, like, nothing will take away the charm of like the Han Solo character. Mm. It seems so natural and just fitting. Whereas a lot of this didn't seem like like I'll shit on the, the screen writing. Oh, it's the, the writing that like the really like, is bad. Yeah, it just makes it like doesn't have that charm to it. Everything is more CGI'd. There's less puppets. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it seems that way. I, I just. Like, I still enjoyed watching this movie. I still am entertained by Star Wars. I love Star Wars. But I would say, like, there's definitely a lot in this where you're like, wow, what if I got to write this? What would I have done? Yeah, I really feel, even even having watched it and talked about it, I, I'm still confused about certain elements. Yeah, yeah. About, sorry, who who is working with who? And, yeah, yeah. And I, I think you could tell the same story with the same characters, but just simplify it a bit more. Um, the dialogue definitely hinders the mm. the the love story and i think the love story isn't uh, is an important part of darth vader because obviously we know he's gonna birth luke and leia right we we're interested we want to know who the mum is we want to know how that came about why he turned i think it is an important thing we need to see and learn about but oh it just the dialogue, the mm-hmm. dialogue given, the fact we've seen these two characters already, and one of them was a child, and one of them was almost a woman, is weird <laughs> to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then going into to watching this one, it's and you you've fallen for this child like straight away. I don't know. It's it's, weird. it's very weird to me. And the, the chemistry you gotta believe in the force isn't there enough sure. to believe it, but. I think the concept of the film is right. Sure, I still just executed it. it nece- I not feel like these well. are more just more so maybe just more so like for kids these ones. I find the prequels. You say that, but then we we were just talking no, about the politics. politics. That's why I, mean, I don't understand. I still don't understand. I don't understand politics, understand it, yeah. and I'm almost thirty. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand why they put that in the movie, but I still all in all enjoyed watching this movie. Sure, me too. And had fun talking about exactly it, as we did. Everything yeah. else, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got some uh, some things. So the the critical reception, um, it's scored a sixty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So, it, so it is above. It's a it's a pass. It it is a pass. Yeah. Uh, new, numerous critics describe the dialogue as stiff and flat, mm. as we said. Ewan McGregor criticised the film like years later, saying that the sword play in this film, as in the lightsaber fights. Yeah. Are unsatisfactory. Okay. Especially compared to other installments. Well, you get the distraction um, finish. You don't get someone dying. Especially compared to Revenge of the Sith. I think this was something he might have said in in promotion for Revenge of the Sith, which does have some really cool Crazy fights. fights. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I think the the lightsaber fights. You don't have. It was cool seeing Yoda, but the Yoda Dooku wasn't long, wasn't long enough. Yeah. Uh, you don't have that jewel of the fates. I mean, the lightsaber fights in the original Star Wars is basic, but it's the first time we've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I think this has the worst lightsaber fights in the series. Um, uh, critical legend, the Dave Meltzer of movies, Roger Ebert, mm-hmm. um, has praised the previous Star Wars films and, however, gave this one only a two out of four stars, noting... 
As someone who admired the freshness and energy of the earlier films, I was amazed at the end of episode 2 to realise that I had not heard one line of quotable, memorable dialogue. Mm. Well, What's you were most... wrong, because the sound thing is stuck. <laughs> I also like, hello there. <laughs> um, talks about Anakin and Padme's relationship, says... There is not a romantic word they exchange that <laughs> has not long since been reduced to cliche. Sand. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> I rebuff. Uh, film was nominated for a Best Visual Effects Award at the 2003 Academy Awards. Done. You don't need to say anything else. This movie is nominated for an Oscar. Fuck you. <laughs> what did it lose out to? Ooh, what did it lose to? In 2002, Best Visual Effects. Spider-Man 2. I don't know. Spider-Man 1. Uh... The Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Ooh, so Christopher Lee. Including Christopher Lee. Sweeping. However, the film was nominated for seven Razzie I Awards. That. I would figure that. Including Worst Film, Worst Director in George Lucas. Yeah. Worst Screenplay in George Lucas. Yeah. Worst Supporting Actor in Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Worst Supporting Actress in Academy Award winner Natalie Portman. Whoa. And Worst On Screen Couple... With Anakin and Padme. Wow. And worst sequel or remake. <sighs> Jeez. Nominated for a lot. Damn. Uh, box office, it did quite well. Yes, of course. It did 310,676, 7,740. Sorry. 310,676,740 yeah, yeah, in today would be a lot, North so. America. Yeah. And... Uh, just over 330 million overseas, which made a worldwide total of 600, just below 650 million, Crazy. which was pretty big. And it, changing that to today's, that would be a lot. Yeah. Um, this was outperformed by two movies that year. We've already mentioned one of them. Spider-Man something. Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man film mm -hmm. with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And The Two Towers. Nice. Okay. These were both... Uh, both did better critically and box office wise right. that year. It's okay. Disney owns all of it. It That's didn't nice. reach the box office success. Oh, well, no. Disney does not own <laughs> Spider-Man anymore. That was a Sony production. Uh, it didn't reach the box office success of The Phantom Menace. And actually, I think it's its lowest grossing Star Wars film ever. I could see ever. that. Yeah. Um, worldwide, it was also outgrossed by Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Nice. That's the second Harry Potter film. Uh, but that did not happen in North America. Uh, this was the first time a Star Wars film wasn't highest grossing in that calendar year. Um, the lowest grossing Star Wars film of all time. And it sold an estimated 52 million, uh, 12,300 tickets in the US on its initial It was a run. big thing. I mean, Star Wars is always going to be a big However, thing, so. it is still in the top 100 grossing films yeah, of all yeah. time. Yeah, it's giant. It, no matter what you do, it's giant. So, I mean... It's like sand. It's Star rough and coarse and gets everywhere. Yeah, Star Wars is always going to do well. Yeah. It's the way I feel about as pissed off as people will be about Spider-Man going to Sony. It's still Spider-Man. Sure. It's still, still going to draw. All right. Let's go to some feedback. Now, I don't know if this is the worst Star Wars movie ever, but we asked you. Forum.postwrestling.com. We put up a feedback thread for Star Wars Episode 2. Let's go into it. Let's see what you have to say. Do you want to start this? Sure. We go to Breng77 
I know this movie gets a lot of hate, often called the worst of the Star Wars franchise. Mm -hmm. I've never really minded it, despite the awful love story, nearly as much as Phantom Menace. I think a lot of that, though, is that I was in high school when I saw Phantom Menace in theatres, and it was such a letdown that everything after that seemed an improvement. Plus, Attack of the Clones had less Jar Jar, so that was a win. We go to Michael from Newfoundland. Fuck this movie. That is all. (laughs) We go to Alex Patel. It's a bad movie that had low expectations going in. I was far more disappointed with Phantom and Last Jedi, even though they are both better movies, because I had higher expectations. Ooh, maybe that's why I hate The Last Jedi so much. I was going in being... Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is going to be crazy, and then it wasn't. Um... Jake from the Windy City. You know, after watching Anakin and Padme in that weird, dark room after their dinner date... What, when they're eating a pear with a knife and fork? Yeah, who doesn't do that? I'm thinking to myself, man, I thought I was socially awkward around girls. Anakin makes me look like James Bond. My heart is beating, hoping that kiss will not become a scar. What kind of dialogue was George trying to put out? And who the hell says this shit in real life? You don't talk like that in the real world, bruh. (laughs) We go to... RTH 75. Oh man, do you think George Lucas could write promos for WWE? <laughs> I think I think he does. I think he does, yeah. It's rough and coarse. M- Martin from Sheffield. First time, long time. First time, First long, long time. time. Oh, it's Bushby. It's from Bushby. The BWE. B- Bushby's been in the BDE. He, Bushby from the BWE has been in the BDE. He has. He was here. When did he big come? Big boys wrestling and. When did he come he to coat. What was that? Tongue twister. Oh, that was another show. That was a different show. <laughs> Bush B from the BWE was in the BDE. First time, long time. Uh, I'm not as down as the prequels as most, but uh, Attack of the Clones must have must have some of the worst slash cringe-inducing dialogue in cinema. Quote, unquote, I call it aggressive negotiations. Make me Makes me wince every time I see it. Only Ian McDiarmid Mc, and Sam Jackson makes this stuff seem palatable. The rest of the cast are hugely let down by George Lucas's screenplay. I have no idea he didn't get someone like I have no idea he didn't get someone like Lawrence Kasdan to have a pass on the script, something that worked well on the originals. So Bushby, uh, like everyone else, hates George Lucas's screenwriting. Yeah. Uh, go for it. We go to Picture Pan. Parts of Attack of the Clones are so painful to watch as the dialogue is downright lethargic. I presume Lucas thought he was having his characters being profound, but I find them, upon rewatching this movie, to be extremely shallow. The prequels will never be considered great cinema. Even with that disclaimer, I find it hard to find anything redeeming in the second installment. At least in the third movie, we get to, to the meat of the big picture. Rise of the Empire. How Darth Vader was born. Etc. Ahoy! Star Wars would have been better with a female pirate instead of a former princess queen turned senator. P.S. The actual moment when Anakin, who is attracted to older women, became Darth Vader is when he lusted after Padme in her chambers, but she turns him down. P.P.S. Lucas has been roundly criticised for interjecting contemporary American political angst into Star Wars, especially in Attack of the Clones. While Attack of the Clones clearly has as themes political wranglings that are metaphors for late 20th century and early 21st century US problems, to me that is not really the issue with the movie as the real weakness throughout the movie are the dialogue and pacing. Wow. Yeah, it's the dialogue sucks. I think that's the main thing with this yeah. film. We go to Podfather TN8. Hey. Brother Nate. 
Brother oh, Nate. I miss you, Brother Nate. He says, what's going on, brothers? I'm trying to read in his voice. That was his voice. That was good. <laughs> uh, he says, I don't want to pile on the prequels, but other than that third film, they're kind of trash. Even Revenge of the Sith is somewhat ruined by the decision to turn the always ominous James Earl Jones voice into a meme that still resonates to this day. No! no. As far as the episode two goes, it gets a big no from me. The Padme-Anakin relationship is weird on both sides. The council is weak outside of Yoda and Windu. The Brothers Lucas script is all over the place. The only good thing to come from this film is the epic opening line from Talib Kweli's underrated classic Get By, which he says, We sell crack to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk at the dusk and the crack of dawn. We go through episodes two, like Attack of the Clones. Work till we break our back, and you hear the crack of the bone. Four sweet Count Dooku beards out of ten. I feel like that last paragraph means more to you than to me. Yes, well, uh... <laughs> Talib Kweli. I love how Brother Nate uh, refers everything to hip-hop and stuff. He, he finds the nerdisms in everything to right. bring it back full circle. Like, nothing gets by this guy. <laughs> I did a podcast with Nate where we were... He, he was covering... Uh, Luke Cage. Okay. And, like, there was a million things that, mm. like, went over my head that, that Nate caught in, in watching that series. So, I'm telling you, there's things this guy can find in, in tiny I've little things. I've been past the barbershop from Luke Cage. Whoa. Yeah. Did you get a haircut there? No. Would have been better than the one you got. What? <laughs> we go to Gary from Texas. The movie sucks, but I remember seeing it opening night and the scene of Yoda dropping his walking stick and igniting his lightsaber yeah. is still one of the loudest crowd reactions I've heard in a theater. I went out and bought a Yoda action figure after that. <laughs> Do you think you get half off when you buy a Yoda figure because it's half the size of other figures? No? All right, cool. <laughs> we have a last one here from... Burakiosaurus. Looking forward to the podcast for this. Great well, feedback. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is. Uh, that's all the feedback. So clearly people don't like this movie. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, what we said about the Yoda thing was true. Like, I remember seeing it in theaters. People lost their minds. Clearly that's still the thing. It's just really the politics and the lame screenwriting. Is so I, I really enjoy Star Wars. But I wouldn't say I'm, like, a diehard, diehard fan. I'll go and see the new films as soon as they come out. Don't sure. get me wrong. But... And I really like Star Wars, but I don't know if that's why I don't hate on these movies as much as other people. Right. I feel the diehard fans, these kind of taint it, the whole thing. Mm. Whereas I'm like, eh, it's not a great movie, but I wasn't bored watching it and it filled two hours and... Two an hour, two hours plus. Yeah. Very much. But, but do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not like angry whilst watching it. I'm just like, ah, this isn't very good, but it's fun. It's Star Wars. Uh, I don't know, because we're like late 20s I mean you're almost 30 this week so you're old but a lot of the older fans I could see why you're upset like legit like me watching Last Jedi made me furious because I'm like what what the fuck I but just, why like, like it's ah. I don't because if I've someone, never understood that because, because it's I'm a fan right I've only watched these movies handfuls of time I, I, I like Star Wars I'm a big mm. Star Wars fan I know a lot about it probably way too much for my own good but if someone would be like yo we're making a Star Wars movie. We're making three of these fucking things. We're making a whole new trilogy. I'm like, damn, that's wild. Like, that's going to be crazy. The first one came out. 
for me that uh, what was the the, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens? I thought from start to finish it was like action packed. They introduced new characters in the right way. But even some people did not like that mm-hmm. movie. A lot of people did not like that movie. I myself enjoyed it. Then I went and saw the Last Jedi, and I was like, what? What was all that? Why was it this way when the other one was so good? What I'm saying is, I get mad is because I'm I don't make movies for a living. I don't write things for a living. I swear, if you said, yo, here's an hour, write a script for this movie called The Last Jedi, me and you and all the people who just wrote feedback could have wrote a fucking better movie than The Last Jedi. Well, we'll get, I, I really enjoyed <laughs> Last Jedi, I, like, so I we will get movie. to that discussion. What I'm trying to say is, after doing my research and uh, journalism on Star Wars and doing this podcast, I have to say that Attack of the Clones is no longer my least favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, damn. After re-watching it, it's still bad. <laughs> and sand is bad. And it's rough and coarse. And it gets everywhere. It's irritating. But not as irritating as The Last Jedi. Interesting. I've never seen a movie in a the theater by myself until I saw The Last Jedi. I went to the Godzilla Theater in Tokyo by myself to watch this movie. It had Japanese subtitles throughout the whole thing. It was amazing. Still hated this movie. <laughs> Well, we will get there. But next, we will be reviewing episode three. No. Revenge of the Sith. I like that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, the we'll, Younglings. We'll talk all about it in a yeah. few weeks. I have, the high, I have the high ground now. You're the chosen one! I always have the high ground. Well, that was Attack of the Clones 2. I hope you enjoyed it. You can listen to Davey and myself review NXT every Thursday because we're nerds. But we will be doing a series of the... We'll finish off the Star Wars until uh, when the new one comes out for the whole series. But we have other reviews that you can always find at postwrestling.com. Our Up Next tab has like all the reviews that we've done, including including wrestling. So thank you so much for listening and we'll chat with you every Thursday. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com slash up next to get some pro wrestling tees with our stuff on. We need a Star Wars shirt that says up next. Don't think we need any more shirts. <laughs> no one buys any. Let's sell the ones we have first. <laughs> oh, and that little ditty you heard? Yeah, uh, it's a remix of our theme song. Remember we got our friends Shaheen, we got your boy uh, Warren D. Warren D. They did a theme song we air every uh, up every week on Up Next, but I asked our friend Daniel from Brooklyn, a.k.a. Beta Club Field Trip. He does chiptune, really nerdy music. Really cool. He makes it on, like, the games and stuff. I gave him that theme, and he made this. So everyone, shout out to Daniel. You go to uh, betaclubfieldtrip.bandcamp.com or you can follow him, Daniel Lloyd, at Lloyd Sold Out. He's my boy from uh, Brooklyn. He's he's a lad, legit. I love this guy. And we we actually used it. At we we the debuted tailgate. it at the tailgate, and no one knew what it was, and everyone went crazy. Wei Ting sprinted across the bar to me and said, "What is this? Is this your theme song? What is this? It's like the eight bit." Yeah, like, I know. Isn't it sick? So, uh, yeah, everyone loves it. So, so yeah, we thought we'd use it for the movie. We'll use reviews. it for the movies. Yeah. So uh, check that out again. Switch it up. At Lloyd sold out. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, uh, have fun it all out. So thanks again for listening. You can catch us there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'll always reply to you. I'm at the D. And I'm at Davey Portman. Follow the YouTube channel. You can find a video form of this review. Uh, the channel is BDE Official. Like and subscribe. Watch our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Hello there. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy!
Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.